today's guest is one of my favorite people on earth and honestly, probably one of your favorite people on earth. And when I talk about Muslims doing things, how 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 can you talk about that without bringing up Yuna? Yunalis Zarai. Yuna, hello. Hey. Hey, girl. <laughs> What's up? You know, you know, I I love you because I literally texted you, or I I texted you a picture of like my new podcast, and you're such yeah. a hype friend. You're like, I'm in, I'm down. For all you know, this could be a podcast about like basket weaving, but you're such a good friend. You always come through for people in your in your circle, and I appreciate you so much for being Aww. here and for being one of the first guests. Of course, no, this is. I thought this was super cool, you know. And I don't know for some reason you do have a like a like a vibe of someone who should have a podcast like ever since i met you for the first time i feel like damn like layla is really smart she should do something with that <laughs> oh i appreciate that i appreciate that she should have like a talk show or something so this works too i love podcasts so um yeah no i'm really i'm really excited about this i'm so proud of you I love you. Thank you so much. I've been wanting to do this forever and work is always insane. But finally, I figured out a fast way to do it. And so here we are. And obviously, my friends make it easy by showing up, whether it's basket weaving or not. <laughs> Unfortunately, this is not about basket weaving. It's about incredible careers. And where do I even begin with you? So me and Yuna met. Yuna talked about when we met. We have a really funny like meeting story. Um, yeah. When I was on maternity leave with Camila, I, I went to this coffee shop all the time like I lived there I was a fixture and I just had a baby strapped to me so I walk in and I saw this really cool lady with like a, a white brim hat like you were wearing this really cool hat and I was into hats at the time and then you had a baby strapped on you <laughs> and then I was like oh my gosh this woman just gave birth like her baby is pink <laughs> <laughs> and she's out here just having coffee. And I'm like, how are you even out? And you were just like, I just can't stay at home. I just needed to go out and, you know, take my baby, do some work. I'm like, that's crazy. But that's definitely something that I would do as well if I just had a baby. Maybe, you know, like I was just so impressed with the whole thing that was going on. And then from that moment on, I feel like we just became friends instantly. <laughs> No, really, you were just like super cool. You looked super like badass. It was just like, yep, this is my baby, my two-week-old <laughs> baby, and I have this really cool hat on. I don't care. I'm just going to go get coffee and do some work. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and you, you better believe when I saw you, I'm like, is that Yuna? Because I've been listening to her since the beginning of time. Like this 50 million streams you got on Spotify this year, 20 million were me and Camila. So I was very <laughs> excited too. And you know, the thing about you, speaking of incredibly cool people, like you're phenomenal, you're super humble, but you've made it to the top of the billboards in America and in Malaysia, where you've been number one. You've worked with Usher, G Easy, Tyler the Creator, Adventure Club incredible, incredible stuff. You're a supermodel. Let's not forget about that. But before <laughs> I... Don't let me speak for you. Who is Yuna? Sure, sure. I'll take, I'll take it. <laughs> um, okay, so I started writing music. Um, I feel like... Okay, so I've been singing my whole life, but I've always felt like I enjoy singing, but it's so weird. I feel like I never enjoyed 
singing in public like when people find when people know for example like back in malaysia you know when people know that you can sing if they have like an event or like a family gathering and they're just like why don't you sing you know and i'm just like hey i'm not like some you know like circus act who's just like going to perform you know so i've always felt like there must be more to this like there must be more to music that i can do other than just singing someone else's song so um i think at 19 at 14 i started writing like songs but they were not like song songs you know i couldn't figure out like how to put melodies and chords together until i went to law school and i started playing the guitar and that was when you know myspace <laughs> was like a thing was like a huge thing back then and it was this there was this like kind of like a cool underground indie music movement that was going on in Malaysia in 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 Kuala Lumpur um that I was so fascinated with because I always thought that to be an artist you just have to go through you know like um auditions and um uh, being on TV like something like you know the American Idol or something like that you know so um I started doing my own music and um yeah that's just how it started i think like i wrote maybe like three songs and then one of them became huge underground and you know it became like a thing i started performing at small independent gigs and um started touring around malaysia with no money we were like super broke <laughs> my my bandmates and i so Um we really did start from the bottom you know so um but it was it's been a pretty amazing journey I moved to Los Angeles like maybe 3 years later so I still can't believe it you know like I still can't believe like this is my life but when I should have been a lawyer you know what I mean <laughs> so yeah you you went to law school like literally uh yeah Yeah, I graduated um well I failed first I failed my semester during my final year and all of my best friends um got through the final year and they started their um it's called like an honors program which i had to like kind of just like repeat the whole final year again so i had so much like a lot of time in my hands and i was already doing music so i was like okay you know what i'm just going to take this one class that i failed for this one semester but what am i going to do with my time you know i had like a lot of free time and i just started writing more music performing more and then when i finally graduated it was down to you know like okay do you want to be a lawyer really be a lawyer or do you want to continue with this music thing that i was already you know getting some amount of success kind of you know so um yeah i decided to go with music That's incredible and it, it's so wild to me that you did the whole law school thing. You also taught yourself music when you were 14 years old, right? Like you aren't professionally trained. You just kind of figured it out. Yeah, kind of. I've I definitely didn't plan to be a singer. I just wanted to have fun. I loved music and then as soon as I found out that I could write songs, I just couldn't stop, you know. So I kept on going and I think the 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 minute i found out i because i felt pretty confident with my sound you know like i felt like wow because you know like growing up in malaysia trying to make it into the international music scene 
even you know like it's just Im- impossible is it's unthinkable even you know it's like don't even think about it don't even think trying to have this dream of becoming like an artist in the US you know and um it it just felt that dream just felt so huge for me like too huge for me to to try and go for it because everyone else was not doing it you know everyone else was just like okay i'm going to do music but i'm just going to do this Malaysian music or like this Malaysian 90s ballad style music like kind of you know s- stuff that I don't really do and I like to do like fun mm, American music <laughs> so um like pop music so I just went for it I did that and um uh, I'm I'm really happy I took my opportunities like I got an email from my manager when I was like 22 and he wanted to sign me and I was like, "You know what? Yeah, okay, let's do this." So, I'm really glad I, you know, did that. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that email didn't go to spam. Like sometimes you think of those really important <laughs> moments in your life that end up shaping everything and looking back you're like, "Wow, this this all started from an email when I was 22 years old." And I mean, when you say like it's unthinkable to come to the United States and make it, You yeah. literally mm-hmm. hit the billboards like you when I go to your place I see a gold album like she has gone gold <laughs> for a track that she worked on with Usher so yeah it's incredible yeah, thank you yeah no it's been a pretty incredible journey for me it's it's very unique you know and um um and I like to tell the story you know I'm not shy about it I'm not like um not to say like not humble about it you know I just really want girls like me from like a small country to know that they they can do it you know they don't have to change or sell their soul to to music like they can just do what they believe in you know like be themselves and do the music that they believe in and yeah you can and you work really hard and you can you can do it you know so um yeah i think that's 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 kind of like i feel like that's my true purpose in life, you know, other than making music. So yeah. Definitely and I know exactly what you mean when you say you just want people to know that it's possible and how it's done and I have the same experience in building our company and in raising venture capital. Mm-hmm. Um we talk freely about, you know, the amount of money we've raised. So far we've raised like 23 million and I had somebody very close to me say, "Hey, you wow. should probably be careful saying that in public spaces because of and the evil eye." Like and I was like, yeah. "I don't Here's the thing, like it's really hard to raise money and people yeah. need to learn how to do it because there's a whole yeah. there's just a whole body of knowledge that people typically don't have access to unless they know somebody in that world on what it takes to get to that level. So I I know yeah. that my intention ultimately is to uplift the community and to teach people. It's not to to brag or boast because I'm very much in the middle of my journey. We're building and we're building fast, but at the same time This is the access that we need to give to people in order to uplift the community. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like, you know, culturally, I guess it's pretty much the same where where you come from, where I come from, you know, like my the the Malaysian Malay Muslim culture is always all about like, oh, don't boast too much, like, you know, don't talk about like don't for example like when i talk about like oh my gosh like working with usher and pharrell like it's amazing when they in, when they're in the studio they do this and i learned that from them and you know i'll get people who are just like maybe you don't need to like 
name drop so much and i'm like that's what you got from this story <laughs> i'm just like what no i'm all i'm trying to do is inspire other musicians as well you know like who are just like me like yo i wear the hijab and turns out Pharrell and Usher doesn't care if I wear the hijab or not you know they they want to work with me like because I have what it takes you know I have the sound I have the voice the 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 writing the music writing capabilities and that they were looking for so yeah you know like but that's what you so I I totally get it you know but I'm very, um, oh gosh, my brain is thinking in Malay right now. I've been out here for so long. Stubborn, that's the word. <laughs> so I'm like pretty stubborn. So I'm just, you know, I, I, I would just do it anyways. I would just tell that story anyways. So yeah, it's important to uplift the community. So I was just listening to another podcast that was talking about this concept of grit and how when you say stubborn, what I hear is grit. Pretty much what what really <laughs> the the best indicator as to whether or not somebody will make it was how hard they try and how much they keep going, right? So you can almost guess who the best person will be after military training was what the podcast was referencing based on who keeps mm-hmm. trying and trying. And they talked about a bunch of other yeah. things like the best salespeople. And I really think it's the same yeah. thing here. Your version of stubborn is really just grit. You don't stop. You keep going. And like I said, I've been following you since the beginning of time and I've seen your development and you, it's incredible to just see you go and the breadth and the variety, but also the, the opportunity that's attracted to you because of your talent is just remarkable to watch. Oh, thank, thank you. I mean, it's like I said, you know, like I really um, believe in this, believed in the music that I was doing. And um, despite a lot of people telling me that you're crazy to leave Malaysia, because at the time I was still in Kuala Lumpur and I had a whole music career thing going on, you know, like I was on the radio stations, um, TV shows, this and that, you know, I was doing really well. I was doing a lot of partnerships with brands. And then it, seemed as if like I was packing up and leaving all of that success in Malaysia and trying something that I don't even know if it's going to work out or not. And believe it or not, like I believed in it, but others didn't, you know, like I had like a lot of friends, like, I mean, like other musician friends who just thought that are you sure you're gonna do this you know like are you sure you're gonna because you're doing so well like you've become so popular in Malaysia if you leave you know people will forget about you and then you don't even know if this is gonna work out or not and yeah it was pretty scary and I was very young I didn't I didn't know what I was getting myself into but that dream I feel like was stronger you know than all of that so um and then what came after that was just like you said you know yeah maybe it was grit because i was by myself um i it was just me and my music i had to work really hard you know and i had to at the same time try and adjust to living in a place where i i've never you know lived anywhere outside of malaysia before so Everything was very new to me and I had to adapt and still at the same time um, remain true to myself, you know, like not doing anything 
to sacrifice my identity or like the way I was living before. So yeah, I mean, I have to say like, I, I'm really happy with how it all went down. I think so. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, it's been exceptional to see. And my question to you is, was there a moment when in that struggle, because the middle of the journey is is definitely the hardest part. And sometimes it could feel like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. Was there a moment that really stuck out where you were like, yes, I made the right decision? Yeah, definitely. I think coming back here, I think was just like for a minute there, you know, like in living in LA, it was getting kind of, you know, you were just like always working and working and working and you're touring nonstop and you're putting out albums. But when I got back here, like it was nice to see like being with the family and seeing how, you know, I helped my parents get a really nice house for themselves, you know, and um, for us actually. And people would come over and like have dinner and whatever, you know, just like hanging out and everyone's happy. And I'm like, wow, like I really did make the right decision you know like look at them they're so happy and um also like the amount of younger musicians that I met in Malaysia who are just like starting their own thing and I'm able to help them and they kind of like look up to me and they're asking me questions and I know how to answer them I'm like oh wow I you know like I I was working too hard on my projects like I didn't know I could do that for others so I was really happy to be able to come back and use my experience, use my knowledge to to help others, you know. And um, so, yeah, I think that was when I came back here, that was when I felt like, wow, I really made the right decision leaving and trying something that I thought that was impossible, you know. So, yeah. You're like no joke in Malaysia, as you were talking about. I'm talking number one, guys, like number one on the billboards in Malaysia, the top. And so... <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised. You're insanely talented. So I think that's that's really cool that you took the leap and it, it definitely has paid dividends. You are you are just somebody whose name everybody recognizes. And in our community, you're definitely somebody I admire and look up to a lot. And now you do a lot. Like you do music. I know that you're modeling. What what's a day in the life of Yuna? A day in the life of Yuna. Well, um, is this pre-COVID era or <laughs> post-COVID it's not so bad you know like even I love see I love being at home I'm a homebody I don't really go out so when I'm at home I wake up and uh, my husband would make me coffee which is really nice shout out to Adam shout out to Adam Um, he makes coffee for me every morning I think he likes it you know like I tried making coffee for him and I feel like I I'm not getting and some something's not right like, with his coffee, you know. And he's like, um, never mind. I'll just make my own coffee. It's the you know sometimes like the amount of milk, whatever. So he, he, I just told him, you know what, you then you make the coffee and I'll do everything else. I'll make the bed. So I make the bed. I clean up the room a little bit. I take a shower and I put my makeup on regardless if I'm going out or not, like I put my makeup on. Um, Cause I feel like, you know, like working from home can be kind of tough. Like it can be too relaxing if you feel like you're not at work. So 
I always have to make it a point like, okay, at least just put some makeup on and look nice. And um, yeah, I'll get in front of my laptop, replying emails. And uh, I recently started going on Twitch, which is a lot of fun. And um, I've been live streaming, you know, like some music stuff. I talk to the fans and I have this whole like probably the same setup that you have right now, like for your podcast. So I have a mic um, stand and a ring light. Well, because I'm going live all the time. And um, and sometimes, yeah, when it, when I feel the time is right, I start working on my music. So which I should do. I have to finish my album by the end of the year. <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, that's like a day in the life. And then, um, well, now we have we have like a, a mini partnership with PlayStation. And it's been pretty cool, pretty amazing. Um, we were working, my well, Adam and I, we started playing the PlayStation on Twitch. Um, because it's a gaming platform, right? So we decided, you know what, let's just have fun and stream some game sessions to to our fans. And they love it. And PlayStation apparently saw one of our live streams and they love it too. So they reached out and we got like this PlayStation 5 gig. So um, it's been pretty cool, you know, and um, pretty unexpected for 2020. Like you just feel like, what are we going to do for 2020? And then, oh, PlayStation. All right, cool. Let's do it. So that and then, yeah, I think that's it. I play with my cats. I sometimes help my my mom and my dad around the house, you know, so I hang out with them. It's pretty weird living with them again. You know what I mean? But I enjoy it because I don't get to do that like anymore in the last like 10 years, I feel. So, um, yeah, it's been pretty nice. I bet they're enjoying it so much because like you said, when when has that happened? And I mean, God willing, inshallah, it won't happen again for a while in this way. If it does happen, hopefully it's more voluntary, not because of the pandemic. But I, I am happier getting that time with them and getting the time in Malaysia. But you also have a plants slash greens company there, right? Yeah, that's my mom's company now. Um, so it's called Tiny Forest. It's a, a terrarium and indoor plants delivery service. So yeah, like we're actually really proud of it. During the pandemic, it was kind of like something we were actively working on. We thought it wouldn't be a hit, you know, like, I don't know if people are gonna like order plants, but people were staying at home and they were bored and they needed to prettify their living spaces. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, we got, it became like a, a thing, you know, so we're really happy with with Tiny Forest. My mom is really happy about it too. And we used to have a store here in Kuala Lumpur, I mean, in Subang Jaya, which is like the, the neighborhood that we live in. And we had to close it down, but it was right before the pandemic. So can you imagine like, oh man, we, I know we, we were kind of like, not to say that we were lucky about it, you know? So considering a lot of businesses are going through like a really hard time right now trying to stay open, but we had to close down our store and um, now we're just doing everything from home and it's like perfect, you know? So 
yeah, Alhamdulillah, you know, it's been doing really well. My mom's super happy. She has like a little tiny forest corner at um, at home. So yeah, it's been it's been good. Alhamdulillah. I, I love that. Alhamdulillah. That's great to hear. And whenever I see pictures of it, sometimes sale, I'll like, yeah. you know, repost. I'm like, for anybody in Malaysia, I doubt a big part of my <laughs> following is from Malaysia, but for anybody <laughs> out there, get this plant delivered to your home. The best buy. Which, one. by the way, uh, for our listeners, my plants at home in Los Angeles is alive right now, thanks to Layla. So. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's, it's my pleasure. And I'm not going to lie. Every time I go, as I noted, we live very, very close. So when I water Yuna's plants, I take Camila with me because me and Hadi have two kids. So we divide and conquer. Literally, she knows when we get close to your home and she's like, Hala Yuna's house. And she jumps on that piano. And I'm like, girl, we're talking like, you know, old artists here. We cannot have you messing with that piano. And my two-year-old's like, baby shark. Do- <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh. She can jump on the piano anytime. Like, I feel like I know she's not old enough. I feel like if she wants to just like take a time off from you, she can just hang out out in my house. Just like, yeah, Camilla, just hang out, do whatever you want, eat my snacks. But she did. (laughs) She took all your wasabi nuts, literally all of them, and just walked out. That's so cute. But believe you me, I'm going to take you up on that. In fact, it's recorded now. So I will just be sending little Cam Cam to your home and you guys can, you know, you already duetted Baby Shark, but maybe you guys can do more unit originals once once she finally goes out of her Baby Shark Yeah, She's she's pretty awesome. And so what I'm wondering is like throughout this journey, what would you have done differently, if anything? What has surprised you? What would I have done differently? I don't know. Like, um, I sometimes ask myself that question. What I wouldn't change anything. I feel like I'm at the I'm at the age now. Like I'm just turned thirty four. I feel like okay, Yuna, you made your mistakes, you know. But you pretty much this journey is is yours, you know. I just like feel like don't regret anything, you know. Like, of course, there's some parts in my 20s that I felt like oh my gosh why did I do that and that was so stupid um but I I wouldn't change a thing because that shaped me into the person that I am today you know like led me to the people that I have today right now you know like friends led me to to find my husband and um, yeah I wouldn't you know I'm just very content with what I have right now Alhamdulillah, and um, it's all because of the 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 stuff that I went through in the past, you know. So I feel like yeah, I wouldn't change anything. If there's something, it would probably be. I wish I finished my piano lessons. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I wish I wasn't such a brat, you know, like or lazy. It's like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore, and just I quit, you know. So. <laughs> That's the only thing that I feel like, oh, man, if I just finished my piano, um, what do you call it? Course, you know, like um, I think I stop at grade three or something. You have to go on till grade eight. So that's it. That's what I would change, you know, if I could. But that's OK. <laughs> that's fair. The one thing that I felt like, oh, my gosh, thank God I did that was graduating. I was so proud. 
like the the fact that I was working and also I got that degree, you know, so I had to juggle both like and it was kind of difficult for me to do that considering I was getting a huge amount of success in Malaysia and I was super busy but at the same time I had to graduate as well so so yeah I'm really glad I I did that you know because like after that I feel like I could do anything cuz you know like whenever you go through something that's difficult and you're like you know what you you did that thing where you graduated and at the same time you were doing a million things you know so if you can do that you can do this so yeah I'm glad I did that <laughs> That's awesome to hear that you have no regrets and honestly I feel pretty similarly. I'm 35 so we have around the same age. I'm just really happy have had the opportunity to go through this journey and get here cuz the lessons as you noted have just been immeasurable. Yeah. I guess you know like every experience that you are going through is like a gift, you know what I mean? Like it's catered to you and you only. Like only you will know like what it's like to be Layla, you know what I mean? Like I'm the only person who knows how to be Yuna, you know? And um, I think you just have to be thankful and be grateful that you're you're blessed with this opportunity to, to be you and how you can also contribute to the community. You know, how do you, how do you make the world a better place by being you, you know? So, yeah. I, I totally agree. And I love that your principles are being thankful, being grateful, giving back to the community. For anybody young who's looking for a career, creative career, a career like yours, what advice would you give to them? Um, Don't do it now. Just kidding. <laughs> this podcast is just becoming something very different. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I didn't, I didn't think you and I would be that negative. Um, No, just kidding. You know, it's not easy it's nothing is easy how do you work hard but at the same time have fun with what you're doing with what you're making you know and for me it's always been there's gonna be a lot of people out there who's gonna question your intentions you know why are you doing this or like who's gonna question if you're gonna make it or not and it really is up to you you know i'm not even going to say like don't listen to them because you can listen to them or you just don't have to listen to them and you can just make your own decisions you know and i think that's it like you just have to have grit like my girl layla she reminded me i had grit i was like oh wow i do have grit so yeah you have to have that and be smart about it too like be realistic i think like music the the creative the creative industry is not easy and we all know that you know especially like right now pandemic hits um musicians are struggling and touring artists are struggling you know what i mean and um like for me can you imagine like i work with a lot of brands so i'm good and when i'm not going on tours you know i just have to look for more brands to work with and cuz i've created that career for myself but what about touring artists who are not about that you know so it's tough and you just have to always be ready and you know you just have to constantly finding something new to to work on and yeah i think that's it you just have to work really hard and um be respectful of the situations that you were put into. I think, you know, there's a lot of like situations that I was in 
where I felt like I can be a total jerk about it or just be nice and respectful and and just listen, you know, because sometimes you think you know everything, but you don't, you know. So I feel like there's a lot of younger artists or younger musicians who feel like they know everything and they're in their own world when they have like a following and they have their fans and that will be that will be i feel like a formula for failure i think you said you're you're sabotaging yourself and you don't want to grow and you don't want to listen to others you know so listen to criticisms as well take them and analyze them and see if you can be better from it yeah i think i think that's it you know, you know, I ha- I have to say, like, you, you genuinely are very, very <laughs> nice. Like, you are a good person at your core. And I've known this ever since that first day at Verb. I- I've known that since I met you. The way that you engage with people in your comments, Aww, thank you. it, the way that you engage with people in your DMs, the way you engage with people you know, and it's incredible. And it really does represent what you just spoke. You, you are that person. And you're always very <laughs> grateful and gracious. And I think it really says loads about you but also explains why you have that magnetism and why people want to work with you and why there are video games made after you because I definitely saw and you guys have to go to her Instagram you know we'll do the plugs at the end I definitely saw a character in a video game made after her oh what oh thank you yeah no I mean I've done this it's not impossible you know and I just want the younger kids to see this and feel like hey I can do that too but I know I need to have discipline and you know like I need to I need to 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 do it right you know and not just like oh, I'm just gonna do this and then you know what no I'm not gonna do it because I see a lot of that kind of attitude and I feel like man I can't be the only one who's like this you know what I mean like uh, I really want to see more younger girls or guys, you know, to to try this and see if it's for them. And um, at the same time, be realistic about it. You know, if it's not happening, don't live in this fantasy, you know, like still have an option where you can do something else as well. And you can still have music with you and you can still do music on the side, but just don't, put everything in one basket, you know, because um, I had this really interesting interview with Kate Blanchett. I asked her, like, what would you say to the younger generation who want to be in this industry? And she was just like, I wouldn't even recommend this job to my kids. You know, she she was very honest about it. Like, if you're not living it if you're not breathing acting if you're not living acting you're not eating you're not sleeping you're not drinking acting don't do it like it's not worth it like why do you want to waste your your time doing something that it's not you so it has to be who you are it's not something that you want to try and do you know it has to be you live it also have a plan like in five years time where do you where do you see yourself in this? Like, do you see a career? Do you see you still doing this? If you don't see it, don't do it. Don't start now. And it was very, it was the hard truth. And I agreed with her. It's like, 
rather than me going, you know what, just go for it. Like you can do this. You can be whoever you want. That, yes. But also you have to live in reality. It's not as easy as it seems, you know, and um, it's not for everyone. And that's okay. You know, like you'll, you'll still find other things for you yourself you know so um yeah that's one thing about her that i just will always remember i was like oh gosh <laughs> so i'm not gonna get into acting that's it <laughs> uh, that's definitely one of the lessons the second <laughs> is something that i truly truly believe about you you have an insane focus and really it the focus that's required to get the job done. And I definitely know that some people think, oh, I can sing or I can write songs. Let me just try this on the side. I'll get a bunch of followers and get a bunch of free stuff. And after they don't get a bunch of followers or free stuff or songs with Usher, after a short time, they may quit. But the reality is, is it's not easy and it requires focus and it requires time. As Kate Blanchett noted, yeah. drinking, eating, everything, just consumption in, in that thing. Yeah. And it's, it's true. You know, like I, it really is tough, but at the same time, it's not like impossible. So, you know, like there's, there's, there's a balance to it. I'm not saying that you shouldn't go for it. You should go for it, but it's going to be a lot of work, you know? So, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's all. And, um, try and get the support from your friends and family as well, because that's going to be the number one thing that's going to help you get through the tough times and get you ground, super grounded as well. People like to ask, like, how do you stay so grounded? I'm like, girl, I have parents who will just like, <laughs> I have super Asian parents. My mom's a teacher, a disciplined teacher even. And um, my dad's a retired judge. So yeah, they'll just be super brutal with me when when they need to so i just never had the chance to become a diva <laughs> at home you know <laughs> so for the record yuna has never had the chance to become a diva it's true i stand <laughs> by it and, and you know before we close so there's going to be two requests okay. the next one is plugs i want you to give me all the plugs but after that i I, I should be the one to tell you this. After this whole journey and this whole career, we are back to me being the, you know, uncle and aunt who are asking you to sing at a party because you are absolutely singing an outro. <laughs> like if I have a podcast with you on it and people hear my voice more than yours, it's like bringing Gordon Ramsay over to my home and like giving people morning burgers. <laughs> like it's, it's not fair. <laughs> okay, so with those okay. two items, we can close. Um, all right. So I'm going to plug my new single. It's called Dance Like Nobody's Watching. It's, um, I've, I, I feel like I, I just have like a lot of fun working on this song because I don't know, like I when I wrote, I went through a really horrible breakup. <laughs> now it just became like a, a different kind of podcast. I went through a breakup <laughs> and literally after that phone call, I cried for a little bit and then I went on Google and I looked for hip hop dance class <laughs> around me. And then I found um, my teacher, my choreographer today, like Karma. So I found her on on Google and I went to her class for the first time and I danced for the first time. I never did that before, you know, like I never joined a dance class or anything like that. And I had so much fun. So this song is about that, like um, kind of like a newfound, um, uh, what do you call it? 
glory thing. I'm not naming a band, by the way. <laughs> you found glory. Um, so I, I just had so much fun and um, I wanted to write about it. So yeah, so the song is called Dance Like Nobody's Watching. It's out on Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere, Tidal, um, Amazon Music. So go listen to it and let me know what you think. You know, follow me on Instagram, Yuna, because of course I need more followers on Instagram. So please <laughs> follow me. <laughs> Uh, just kidding whatever you know just come say hi um but yeah so that's it and my album my album i'm working on a new album right now um hopefully it'll be out oh also Layla, can i just tell your listeners i'm also an independent artist again so i'm not i'm free i'm not signed to any major labels i own all of my music from now on so it feels so good to be able to own your creative work and um i'm really excited about it and um yeah so this album that i'm gonna put out is gonna be my first independent release since 2009 literally so wow. yeah mm-hmm. that's amazing you better believe i will just be on constant repeat posting it like crazy and i'm i'm Yay. so excited to listen to it that's such great news thank you Appreciate it. Definitely. And uh, so give us an outro. Oh, oh, okay. Outro, you mean like a little sing. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> a little snippet. I'm going to give you, I'm sorry. This is this is what happens when you and Lila, like when we talk <laughs> to each other. Um, okay, so the song is called Dance Like Nobody's Watching. <clears throat> oh my gosh. Okay, let's start again. Nobody told me that my bedroom floor is where I will find a peace of mind. Cause when the tears are falling, heart is breaking, love is fading, let the music in. And when the tears are falling, heart is breaking, love is fading, dance like nobody's watching. Hey, dance like nobody's watching. Because mm, you won't be the one to save me. Yeah, dance like nobody's watching me. Mm, dance like nobody's watching. Hey. I-, I can't even top that. This is the end of the podcast. Th- thank you all for coming. <laughs> thank you everyone thank you Layla for having me this is so cool I'm again I'm so proud of you I love you you're an inspiration you know I I really appreciate our friendship and uh yeah for those who are listening Layla will just I don't know like you'll just feel like you're best friends with Layla I feel like after this so um enjoy don't miss any episodes so yeah no thanks again for having me definitely love you so much and love you for those words always hyping thanking god this wasn't about basket weaving because you just know so much and and we're able to share so many gems so thank you all for tuning in and uh see you next week